You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's say hello to another member of that broadcast team. It's our friend John Harris, sideline analyst, Texans Radio, and the Texans team channel here on TuneIn. John, thanks for taking the time. Bill O'Brien confirming Tom Savage will be the starter again Sunday on the road against the Rams. Do you think internally there was any real consideration given to moving to TJ Yates this week, even though he just was re-signed by the team. To me, that seems to be rather premature, even though Savage had his issues on Sunday. I think they probably have, they talked about it for about 30 seconds. And then even TJ has said, I'm, I'm not quite ready to be the starter. You know, he's, he got a concussion settlement from the Bills. You know, he's been away from the game. He hasn't even really been working out. His wife gave birth to a baby 10 weeks premature. So they actually called him. He was in the NICU at the hospital in Atlanta, and his wife was the one that really kind of pushed him along and said, yeah, you need to go do this. You need to go do this. Hey, do I think that TJ could come in in a pinch and they could, during the game, figure things out as they go? Well, I've seen TJ do that before a few times, actually. So I think that could happen. But I think you know, we'll take a look at it this week in practice, but I don't think anything will change. I think it'll be Tom. But I do think that there may be a, a – a quicker hook with Tom if things don't get off to a good start and the Rams get up early, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we saw T.J. Yates at some point in this football game uh, just to see what he's got uh, and to see how he fits with this offense as opposed to the one a couple of years ago when he had to come in at Cincinnati game on Monday night and led the Texans to a huge win uh, against the Bengals on Monday night football two years ago. John, give me give me your take on this alleged information about uh, Colin Kaepernick being able to come to Houston. How good of a fit would he be in the system considering how Deshaun Watson actually was playing the game when he was starting? Well, Cordell, I think there are two, two things to look at here. Number one, fit on the field. I think he actually would fit pretty well. I think in, in bringing in Deshaun Watson, I think it really – kind of opened the eyes of Bill O'Brien and his offensive staff to what a, a mobile quarterback could do in their system with some tweaks here and there. And that's really what you started to see. And I, I guarantee there's so much more that they wanted to uh, unveil with Deshaun that they're, they're not going to be able to. So on the field, I think it would end up being a, a, a decent marriage just because they've been able to kind of open – that box, if you will, and I think for a long time that box was really closed because you had guys that weren't really able to take advantage of being dual threats in that system, and now Bill O'Brien had one, and they were really finding what they could do. Now, the other aspect is, of course, off the field. And, you know, Bob McNair is, uh, you know, a guy that uh, we know what happened a, a week ago, and that got out, and that information got out from one of the uh, meetings that the owners had, and it was divisive in the locker room. It was divisive throughout the building. I mean, it was, it was tough. It was a really tough thing to handle. And I, I just don't know that this area is really ready and able to handle Colin Kaepernick. I, I, just, I just don't know. Now, how much should that play in? How much will it play in? I mean, those are questions way above my pay grade. I would love to see what Colin Kaepernick could do on the field in this offense. I just don't know that this area is really ready for uh, Colin Kaepernick to come in, even though Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick has done so much good over the last how many ever you know, years and months. He's done so much good in his community, and he's been a great teammate along the way. 
and Chip Kelly spoke very well of him. So I, I think there would just be too many people in this area that I don't think would be able to, to handle that situation and handle it well. So I don't ultimately think he's going to end up here. But I'll tell you, and I think Bill O'Brien probably has thought about this along the way, what he could, what he could be in this offense. It could be pretty interesting to see, but I just don't know that we're ever going to see it. Chatting with John Harris, sideline analyst, Texans Radio Network. Check out their great audio content on the Texans team channel here on TuneIn. John, based on the offensive limitations we saw on Sunday, what do you think the best way to try to attack a Rams defense that has only given up 17 points in the last two games would be? Can we lock Aaron Donald in the locker room? Can we at least like start? Can we start there? Because <laughs> I, I would like to do that. Um, if we if take that step, but I, I think the biggest thing, and and it, it's interesting because having watched the quarterbacks that I've seen under the O'Brien system, and even Matt Schaub before before uh, you know under Gary Kubiak when Kubiak was here, what I realized watching Deshaun was that everything happens. So much faster. Everything is quicker. Every decision is made right now. Even getting out of the huddle, getting up to the ball, everything is done with this certain pace, this tempo. He understands how the game is being played, the speed of the game. And I and it really hit me on Sunday watching Savage operate the offense. It just was sort of at a glacial pace. It's like, come on, guys, pick it up. Let's go. And it's just that's not the way that, that Tom is ultimately wired to move at that particular pace, but he's going to have to. If anything has got to change for this offense, it's got to be the way with which Tom operates everything about the offense, breaking the huddle, getting up to the line, making his reads, mic points, all those things. He's got to do everything faster. I think that the offense got used to the pace that Deshaun was playing with and then Tom plays at a much slower pace, and that was just not something that they obviously were, were ready to, to really play alongside. So they don't have to slow down. Tom's got to pick his pace up. And the only way that they're going to have a shot against the Rams is if Tom takes that level of play up a notch. Decisions are made quicker. The ball gets out of his hands faster. This offensive line is not the Dallas Cowboys offensive line. He doesn't have four or five seconds back there. He's got, to make, he's got to make decisions now and get rid of the ball now. And Wade Phillips is going to bring pressure. He's going to bring five. He's going to bring six. He's going to bring maybe seven. And he's going to force Tom to throw the football immediately. So he's got to figure it out fast and get rid of the ball fast for this offense to have a shot. Considering what the Rams do on their side of the football, um, when it comes to you speaking of pace, you speaking of scoring touchdowns, you speaking of – of just being able to go out and, and just do what they want to do at will, putting up 51 points in their last game, shouldn't they change the philosophy just a little bit? Because Deshaun Watson, excuse me, Deshaun Watson was basically like the sauce on top of the noodles. He covered up all the deficiencies on the offensive line. He covered up the de- deficiencies in the play calling to the point where he made it look extremely easy. I think it's back to the status quo, like it was before Deshaun Watson got there. Where it's the it's the carousel of quarterbacks that are going to actually end up coming through there. But shouldn't they start running the football a little bit more to play a little keep away, away from that offense that's capable of scoring 51 points in a game? No, absolutely. And Cordell, let me be clear. I don't think that they should go up tempo and run no huddle and do those kind of things. That's absolutely not what I'd, I'd like for them to do. But I think once the ball is snapped, 
things have got to happen a lot faster than they have been happening. Now, you hit on a good one, Cordell. They only ran the ball 21 times the other day. Now, some of that was a function of getting behind in the game against the Colts. Some of that was that the Colts' defensive front was doing a pretty decent job of stopping the run. And at the end of the day, you look up, and Tom threw it sometime in the 40s. I think it was 44 times he threw it. That, that can't happen. This Rams defense, I think, is 24th or 25th against the run. And I know Aaron Donald is there, and he's a, he's a boy, he's going to be tough. But I think you absolutely have to run the football against the Rams. You have to do it with Miller. You have to do it with Deontay Foreman. You probably even have to bring Alfred Blue in the mix and become that kind of team that you were last year with Brock Osweiler. And that was rely on the run game, and then your defense is going to have to go out there and do a better job. Now, this defense is not where it was last year. So it's going to have to take not just a step, but two or three steps to match what the Rams are doing. And it's just incredible to see what the Rams have done. One change. Sean McVay takes over as head coach, and the domino effect on that entire organization, bringing in Wade Phillips, McVay turning golf around, bringing Todd Gurley uh, you know, really back to life, I mean, it's just it's reinvigorated an entire franchise, and you know, hopefully the city of L.A. will get behind them at some point, just not on Sunday, of course, but you're absolutely right, Cordell. They have to run the football. There is no doubt. But when the Texans throw it, Tom's got to get it, find his read, and get rid of it. Get it out to Fuller. Get it out to Hopkins. T.J. Fedorowicz, the tight end, should be back. Get it out to him and move the sticks, put together 10, 12-play drives, and leave Goff in that offense on the sideline for as long as you can. But when you throw it, it's got to be the pace has got to pick up. If not, it's going to be a long day out in L.A. John, as always, we appreciate the information. Thank you for the visit. Enjoy your time in Southern California, and we'll chat with you next week on the NFL on TuneIn. Absolutely, guys. It's my first trip to L.A., so I'm absolutely stoked about that. No traffic. Don't worry about it, John. It'll just take you 15 minutes to get from point A to point B. <laughs> Thank you, John. Yeah, that's what I've heard, guys. Thank you. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.